We are back and we're doing another TWAB podcast. This is where we take the TWAB and we deep dive into everything. I've got a few people in the Discord with me here. We've got Nat and Rudar. Thank you guys for joining me with this. And we're going to jump right into it and read through everything and uh, just discuss what's going on in the TWAB a little more in depth than the usual uh, fast take video that I do on YouTube. So. Um, the first thing they mentioned are, is this article that they dropped yesterday, which had everything to do with focusing, and it was a really awesome change. I'm definitely looking forward to that. They did also give us an update that you can't focus adepts uh, without having acquired it first, but I thought it was really interesting how a lot of people were really excited about that. They're like, what? I could finally get an adept because they've never made it to the lighthouse. Um, what are your thoughts on the Bungie shutting that down or the potential for Bungie potentially having that be a thing, you guys? Well, I mean, I do think it keeps the prestigiousness of Trials a little bit um, for the hardcore players that want to go out and kind of grind for those weapons and already have them. Um, I'd just like to see how that new SMG kind of comes out to play. Um, you have to earn those weapons, as they kind of said, to, um, to focus them. But yep. I think the legacy focusing... You, it's just going to cost more if you don't have it. Yeah, I think yep. I, they made that point, right? Yep, that seems fair. Yeah, I think that I think that for the, the hardcore players, the ones that might look down on it and be frustrated by it, what I think is um, a, good, a valid point is that this would get more people into the playlist, though, if that was ever a thing, right? It would get more people in the playlist because you, if you just had to get a seven-win card, no matter how many losses, right? If you have you know that team that go, plays thirty games and it takes them thirty matches to get seven wins with their 23 losses, you know, they're stoked because they're like, cool, now I can finally get that adept weapon. They played 30 games of Trials, so they got stomped by those good players, and those players got their seven wins in Flawless, you know? So it kind of, getting more people in the playlist should honestly be a higher priority than making the loot really uh, unobtainable or sought after, I think. Um, as someone that doesn't really have a too hard of a problem going to the Lighthouse... Uh, I could see that being really great for a lot of people that I know do, because I know people come in the chat all the time. They're like, I've been playing this game for eight years and I never made it to Lighthouse. So um, giving them another workaround where they just have to invest more time to get the same loot seems fair to me. But again, Bungie shut that down. But it was really cool to see the community reaction. For a minute there, everyone was like, this is crazy. This is the best day ever. Uh, I hate playing Trials, but I'll play I'll play a ton of Trials if I can finally get an Adept. So, um, Who knows? Maybe they'll come back and change that in the fact uh, with the community's effort and the help there like yeah. there was a bunch of push for it twitter went wild last night yeah i did so maybe that happens that would be nice i am yeah, i mean that's a great change for a player like me because i'm not very good at pvp and i don't play it because the best weapons are at the flawless you know at the very end versus if i can just get seven wins like you said i can go in there and just keep going and just keep playing eventually you'll get there you know like that gets the more casual pvp players like myself and my wife a better reason to try it and to try and play it is, you know, to get after those seven wins versus just have to get flawless. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. I, I, I like that change a lot. Um, the nice part is Trials has been adjusted quite a bit and with Legacy Focusing, you can just go in there and get, like, the equivalent weapon. It's not the Adept version, so you can't get, like, the shiny version of it, but you'll still be able to get a weapon that's equally as good. You know, the Adepts allow you to slot a couple different mods on it and slightly better stats, so shouldn't be too game-changing to not have access to those for some, I think. But I, I do think that's a very important point, though, is 
is with that um, the legacy focusing. You know, those reads regrets that you know not many people have. Like no one has the god roll. I mean, it may cost you a little bit more in the Ingrams and legendary shard department. Yeah. But you can go back and craft that that weapon. Yeah, reads shires. Yeah. yeah, those legacy focus Ingrams don't require you to have the patterns, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, as far as I I'm reading the TWAB and understanding that. Um, so you just have to have like three Ingrams, a bunch of shards, a bunch of glimmer. You can buy that weapon, and you keep buying it. Yeah. That's the cool thing. I like that. I do like that quite a bit. We'll move on to the next part here, which I thought was interesting. And um, we've got yesterday's triumphs, fix, and rollback. Um, they go over the hotfix 6305 and all the insanity that ensued afterwards. They said, um, we discovered that the issue was caused when some currently incompletable EDZ and Nessus triumphs were moved from the Forsaken into the archive triumphs section. Um, so with that hotfix, they just moved... They moved some triumphs around, and that caused everyone to lose their triumphs. To make the change, we used a tool that can move player state from one location to another in the player's account. This tool is very powerful, but requires careful and cautious handling. Due to a configuration error, we accidentally reran an older state migration process used for the Beyond Light release. As a result, we ended up recopying old data from before Beyond Light into the current configuration, essentially undoing certain aspects of player progression since then. Uh, once we identified this loss for state, we took the game down, and then they rolled everything back uh, to 8.20, which is pretty crazy. It's crazy that, you know, just randomly mid-season with a hotfix, they um, caused the game, like, so much for people to lose so much. And definitely a, a hot topic was uh, the character deletion uh, hoax that happened, as we'll say it. But I wonder if... I would love to ask a Bungie dev, not that they would answer this, but I wonder if the this stuff like this could cause someone to delete a character or have a character removed, you know, obviously losing your triumphs is a lot smaller than losing a full on character. But, uh, so I, I, and again, I'm not trying to say that that's, that that is a real thing that happened. I know it's a really hot topic right now and everyone wants to, um, take one side or the other. And, but I'm just saying that it's an, inter an interesting thing. How crazy would it be if they, they crossed some wire somewhere and woke up and a bunch of people missed, uh, or missing characters or something one day. <laughs> what if it was crazier than Triumphs, you know? But, um, I like that. I like that they were a little more transparent about this stuff because I think it's uh, important. And uh, hopefully, we don't have another issue like this out in the future. But a, a topic that was brought up because of this was the last time they had to do a rollback was because they was because the game was getting bloated, according to them, and so that's why they introduced sunsetting to the game in the first place. So the topic we'll talk about here is would you rather have a game with sunsetting or would you rather have a game that has these crazy error codes like the ones we had on Tuesday? And would you rather have a game that has, um, you know, we've had third party apps shut down left and right, just very buggy game. You know, the game's getting pretty buggy here and there. Um, which is the better option? Go ahead. We'll let you guys weigh in on it. I'll take the sunsetting over all, over all the bugs and all that stuff. I mean, if I have to just use new weapons but have a game that's playable, I'll take that any day over, like we had the other day, where we went almost 24 hours with no gameplay. Yeah, that was rough. And I, I don't think Bungie is, is putting that out there as that those are the options. I'm sort of creating this scenario. I'm kind of creating this narrative just as a 
mean, um, especially with a major DLC coming up in Lightfall, it's a month away. I want the game to be working properly when that happens. I don't want to have the whole community basically riot when Lightfall drops and something happens and they can't play the new expansion that just came out. And got that it. would really yeah, really Lightfall, make the community angry. I think Lightfall will be a big determining factor to that. I mean, personally for me, I would prefer to have sunsetting in the game um, and use other weapons, but I mean, it's it, it all comes down to their engine. Their engine has been an older engine. They were confident in this engine, and adding all this uh, DLC and these extra things on top of it. Tiger engine, yeah, they updated the Tiger engine even, yeah. Uh, putting all these strains on the Tiger engine that they don't they don't know how they they're already exceeding its capacity basically. So with that being said, like if you were to sunset things they're still in the game files because they have to show up in your inventory. So if I have the not forgotten from, you know, back in the seasons when that was OP, it's still in the game files. It's still in Tiger Engine. That's why you see a lot of refurbished content coming back is because, uh, or sorry, the sunset content coming back is because it's already in the files and they can't add any more to those files. So I, w I would see, I, I would like them to like, kind of like update the engine, but Money-wise, it would be like a whole different game. Yeah. And you'd have to have like a Destiny 3 with a new engine. Yeah. I think that we'll see, if it if it is an issue with bloating, um, I think that we would see some big issues happening with Lightfall as the game's going to expand quite a bit with that. Um, I wonder if it will come back to that issue, if there will be compounded issue again, is the bloating of the game. They said that they weren't going to sunset stuff because the player feedback was terrible. Everyone across the board... Uh, enjoys Destiny a lot less because of sunsetting, but we can see the alternative, you know, with some of these errors and some of these issues in the game. I'm not a fan of sunsetting by any means, but definitely these issues are are big, you know, especially when you have you know the game shutting down and all this stuff. And it would be nice to see. It would be nice if there was the game could just keep growing and growing and growing, and it just worked as it got bigger and bigger. But it seems to not be that way. My alternative theory that I posed was let's just delete gambit you know what i'm saying let's just take gambit just throw it away that'll alleviate some of the issues right you know lower the file size of destiny 2 uh i'm not a technical engineer here so i don't know if that would actually help alleviate the issue but that's my that's what i propose alternatively alternatively destiny 3 is a lot of a topic that a ton of people have been bringing up they're saying destiny 3 unreal engine nah, nah that would be crazy all I'm saying, that would be crazy. I think that would... I don't know if that would help the game. Obviously, you'd have to redo everything. Well, you'd just be Destiny 3, right? It'd be an entirely new game. But Destiny 3 on Unreal Engine is like the stuff of dreams for a Destiny player right now. Um, but again, that's all very... That's just pure speculation and, and discussion. But that's what I want. That's, that would be uh, a dream come true. Next up, we'll be talking about the new armor sets that we're going to get to vote for. We got two different creepy crawly sets. We've got one that's a spider looking one. I love the arachnid helmet on the hunter. That reminds me of the D1 arachnid exotic helmet. We got Titan, the warlock one. It's got the little hairs on it. Oh, it's so creepy. I love this set. Me too. We have. Yeah. yeah. And then we have the beetle set, which they gave the hunter a freaking 
proper Giga Chad six pack in here. And uh, it's got a nice, everyone's got a nice horn on them. It's a very horny set. The uh, Warlock has like a Cyclops eye. Uh, it's a good looking set. I feel like the Warlocks are going to vote for this one. And they made the voting class specific. Too. So the Warlock, you're going to get an email and it's going to be specific to your class. The Warlocks are voting for this one for sure. I would too. If I was if I did War, Warlock main, I would definitely go Beetle. The other two, Arachnid. Yeah. Absolutely. Titan? Yeah. Oh, I kind of... I'm just not a big fan of the horn coming off the front of the helmet. The horn, yeah. I do have to say, I think the hunter's cloak looks like the. Does it look? It looks like the. It has cloak. It looks. It looks like something that we. You know, it's wings. It looks like wings, like it's beetle wings. wings. Yeah. Now like look at the Oh Titan's my leg, god. On the Titan's leg, it's also that kind of wing look pattern on the. Yeah. Mark. Jeez, they don't give us a. Oh, this look like wings too on on the middle one. This is like a. Like. Fly wings or something. Back. I don't know what that is. Actually, it may be more of a spider web. It's like, uh, yeah. Like, going between, like, the arms. Because you look over the shoulder, there's an arm that goes up and then bends straight down. It might be spider webs connecting the two to be the, the hunter cloak. Hmm. Oh. I kind of do wish we had, a, I do wish we had a view on the back, from the back side yeah. as well so we could see the cloak. But I think that's what that is because it looks similar looks to spider webbing. Translucent almost. Yeah. Right, Exactly. That one could be pretty crazy. Because if you look at the Titan's mark over here, it looks like strands of spider silk hanging down off of his off of his hip right there. Jeez. I, I do think the Titan mark looks pretty cool. I mean, they could have updated the the Warlock's kind of like dress look with yeah. some spider webs, but it just looks like it's... <laughs> yeah, the Warlock fell short on this one. The Warlock fell short on this one for sure. Um, But now that I'm looking at these wings, now I'm kind of liking this. I kind of just want this cloak on. In general, I want the cloak from this one and then the armor suit from this one. Um, they both look really good. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure the voting will be very close, as usual. It's interesting they're doing it class-specific, too. I do think, too. Comment down below which uh, one you will be voting for. We'll collect those votes. See what the community opinion is. Next up, we have some huge changes and ones that I want to I wanna dive into here. We've got... Upcoming content changes, the weekly deep sight red border weapon focusing from the exoframe at the helm will be adjusted to daily availability for the remainder of the season to help players craft those final weapons before Lightfall arrives. So right now it's on a weekly, once a week, now it's going to be every day, so you'll be able to get seven deep sight weapons, the exact one you want, which means it only takes five to craft any of those given weapons, so you'll be able to craft, you know, the entire set from now until Lightfall. It's going to be very expensive, though, you'll have to have that, uh, the... Seasonal material and legendary shards, yeah. Right. So you to spend some time in the heist battlegrounds, but for the casual player, this is perfect. For the people who don't spend a whole yeah. lot of time playing the game every single day, this is the perfect change for them. Yeah. They can get these weapons done and not miss out on anything. This kind of helps remove the FOMO yeah. of crafted weapons from this season. Absolutely. Or coming into the game late, if you're new to the game, you're like, huh. Exactly. I'm... New lights are going to have a better opportunity to get these weapons before Lightfall hits. If you were new, though, those materials, you're going to have to grind. You're going to have to really grind. But it's possible, at least. Yeah. I mean, what it kind of boils down to is, you know, the opulent one, you have to do it three times a day uh, per red border, which isn't bad at all. You know, if you're doing three times of the opulent mission three mm -hmm. times a day, or you can do the actual... Um, the mission actually gives you, like, I think, 10 or something like that. Uh, the Sever mission is, is what it is. And then everything else is earned from just kind of playing uh, activities, playlist activities. Yeah, right. So yeah, I, want, I think it's a really good change. I want to craft Especially all of them. 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, especially when everything is, uh, when the helm's going to be going away. Yeah. These weapons are going to be one of those things that you have to get, or they're going to be put into a world loot pool somewhere. And yeah. we don't know where that's at yet. Absolutely. I think one thing that's really good, one thing I like about crafting weapons that even aren't especially strong is that we see shifts in perks and uh, things changing in the game where that makes some of them stronger at times. Um, no one really thought that machine gun was going to be very good until we started to test it with volatile rounds. And uh, then we were like, oh, this machine gun's insane. And then obviously Bungie came in and nerfed it and took away the fun. You know, the fun, please. Um, but that was cool. And I want to craft pretty much all these weapons. I'm going to start from the beginning with seasons 16, 17, 18, 19. We got four seasons worth of craftable weapons all available in the helm. Um, with season 16, you have the Under Your Skin Bow, the Sweet Sorrow, the Recurrent Impact, the Peace of Mind Pulse Rifle, the Thoughtless Sniper, the Explosive Personality. Um, all of these are pretty good. I think maybe the Recurrent Impact is probably the least used out of any of those, but the Bow is solid, Under Your Skin, uh, Sweet Sorrow, very good. Um, peace, peace of Mind was a, is a pulse that absolutely tears up Crucible. Uh, Thoughtless is good. Not, you don't see it too often, but it's pretty good. Explosive personality. There's a copium pick right there, though. Uh, that sniper, if snipers get buffed for lightfall, that day one raid, or that sniper in general rolls with overflow uh, firing line. Mm. And also, I think, triple tap firing line. Nice. Or something like that. Um, so that's a really good PvE pick for anyone out there who's trying to go for uh, yeah. day one. like that. like that. I've crafted all of those, all of those weapons, but if you haven't, I would say for new players out there or players that have played that season, didn't play much in season 16. Um, at the very least, at the very least, the peace of mind is really good for PvP if you like, if you play PvP with pulses. And then the underskin bow is, is a very solid void bow. Um, and then he was giving a, a nod to the Thala Sniper. And then the explosive personality, I do see people rocking that um, with certain swap combinations. So... Uh, at the very least, I would get those. Moving on to season 17, we've got the bump in the night rocket. Yes, this is something that I recently what, fell in love with and was like, wow, I didn't realize how good this is because it's got chill clip, it's got demo. So if you're rocking a grenade spam build, uh, you could just fire like infinite rockets, do insane damage, and uh, definitely worth snagging a bump in the night. We've also got Nezrex Whisper, the Glaive, Tears of Contrition, Scout. The Without Remorse is one of the best shotguns in the game. Definitely craft that. Uh, Hollow Denial is there. And then we got Fire Fright. Um, Without Remorse is good. Hollow Denial. I don't see too much Trace Rough with the Hollow Denial or Fire Fright. But... Uh, Definitely with those Void builds, those Volatile builds. Mm. I think Hollow Denial could possibly go in with that alongside Wave Splitter. But if you have, like... If you're running double specials um, and you're running with a Horde... Mm -hmm. Avoid build. That's actually a really good one. Got it. Pick up as well. Got it. I remember Tears of Contrition. People were using that for a bit there. Um, I think it had um, certain perk uh, gave it a little bit more damage. Um, I don't see it too much anymore though. But definitely uh, some good weapons in there. I mean, obviously, you know, if you can, if you have the materials to grab those, I'd grab them. Jump in and grab those. Next up, we'll talk about. Season we did 16, 17. Now it's time for season 18, which is season of plunder and those weapons. Not as many spicy weapons and, and plunder to grab. Cry Mutiny, Grenade Launcher, uh, Plank Strike, Machine Gun, 
Sail Spy Pitch Glass. Might want to craft that one. Um, Brigand's Law. The Blood Feud. The Tarnished Metal. Definitely craft that if you haven't. That's the definitely the best one. And then the No Reprieve. It has some, some interesting roles. I think there was a Swashbuckler role in that that was pretty cool. So, at least Tarnished Metal from Season 18 is worth snagging. And uh, especially with these recent changes. So, got those. And then Season 19, obviously you've got... The pulse rifle is decent. I want to craft that. The glaive as well. Any other season nineteen weapons you guys think you should craft? Nope. No worries. No, not really. No worries. I think those are kind of the two I that stand out. The machine gun was good, and then yeah, the machine gun was good. Any weapon you get from season of the seraph is 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 going to be a really good pick. Yeah. Um, either PVE, PVP. I guess this is good good in both of them. True. Um, it's definitely my top one. Aclos, um, yep. Gotta get that one. Yeah, the Aclos SMG is like the must-have to get for crafted. They get craft that one. Alright. There you go. Now that with these new changes, make sure to get those done. Someone's saying don't sleep on the Aclos hand can. Oh, interesting. Um, next up, we'll talk about Iron Banner. It's coming back and it's got huge reputation gains. So you're going to want to grind some Iron Banner and get that Chainmail Shader. It'll be way easier to reset your rank uh they're doing an increase to base reputation per match increase multiplier from wearing the armor so make sure you're wearing the armor and increase multiplier with the emblem on so have all of that on uh armor and emblem and play a ton of fortress iron banner with the bubble insanities a uh, bubble insanity going on rather get that loot except uh season of the seraph ends soon and we got some moments of triumph and that's pretty much it for this week. They just go over a list of known issues and things going on, but nothing too eventful. I feel like we covered everything pretty much in detail. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in with me here, Rudar and Nat. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Make sure to subscribe if you enjoyed. Smash the like button. That's the Twabcast. See you in the next one. Later. <laughs>